Men and women of the Legion, welcome to the Legion lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. How do we do that? Share the show. Spread the word of our mission to change people's lives for the better, and together, we can leave the world better than we found it. That is the way of the Legion. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the show. This is one of the best conversations I have had to date. In this episode, I do a one-on-one with a good friend of mine that I met at the gym who is also a member of a local police department. We go very deep into mental health, both advice for everyone as well as sharing some of our own personal stories. This is one of the most powerful conversations that I have ever had personally, and I think it's going to help a lot of you in your own mentalities and help you further on your way to living the Legion lifestyle. If you get something out of this episode, I implore you to share it, and I ask that you tell everyone that you can about this episode. Please follow, give a five-star review, because this is one of the best episodes that I think we'll put out in a long time. I can't wait to do more with him, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to give us a follow on our social medias, Instagram, the Legion Lifestyle, my personal Instagram, I'm Dean and so can you, and on Facebook, Legionnaire Athletics. Let's get in this episode, and I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I did. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Legion Lifestyle. Today, I have a very special guest who I met at the gym. We had a pretty awesome little 10-minute conversation, and something sparked in the back of my mind. I'm like, you got to come talk on the podcast. So uh, without further ado, I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit. Hey, my name is... Usam Ahadzik, I go by Sam. Uh, yeah, I met Dean at the gym, and you know, off and on, we see each other. You know, um, yeah, it's always just intermingle back and forth. Yeah, and dude, it's just you know, there's a lot of positive vibes, and you were talking about, you know, some things that I have uh, common interests with, and um, you told me about your podcast, and here we are today. So yeah, I don't exactly remember what we were talking about that day, but it had something to do in the realm of just kind of like mental health and positivity. Yep. Uh, mental health, positivity, um, physical activity, things that help, you know, I think we were talking about just how our day was going. Actually. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, Hey man, yeah, it's been a tough week or something like that. And then it just kind of went from there. And that's how, when I converse with people, it usually just goes off on a tangent. There's no rhyme or reason. And then I think it also speaks to, you know, the comfortability that you have with individuals when you speak to them, you know, you kind of get an idea um, uh, when I'd say kind of reading people. um, But it's some things when they just happen naturally, you know, like you said, there's a there's a spark or some chemistry or something like that. And you just get good vibes. And and then you go from there and and things that people speak about. help you learn a lot about that person, you know, yeah. in a small amount of time. Yeah. So. And I've always been, and I don't know if I just kind of, this might just be a trauma response from childhood, but I've been very good at reading people very quickly. And they're just a very light and kind of airy vibe that comes from you. And you're still appreciate that. Yeah. You're like me, kind of a gentle giant and, and, uh, it's not as big as you, but <laughs> you're still a big dude. I appreciate um, it, man. You know, I work hard for that. So yeah. I've been doing it for years, but I also learned over time, like, you know, when you're conscientious about yourself and your behavior and your thoughts, you become really good at reading people. Experience, life experience, like you said, there. You know, whether it's traumatic or you know you just um, have dealt with 
people in general, you know, or, you know, you have a strong interpersonal, um, uh, whether it's a job or, or hobbies or stuff like that, when you just deal with people a lot, you become good at learning about them and yourself. And, and, you know, it kind of leads into the group that you want to put yourself around, um, you know, because I'm kind of picky um, just because I'm trying to develop myself um, a certain way. And if I put myself around certain people, I can start to become like them. I think it's uh, it's not necessarily always a choice, but it just happens by default. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the saying? Birds of a feather flock together. That's right. Yeah. Or misery loves company, yep. you know, just stuff like that. I mean, I still treat people really well. I'm a very jovial person just by nature. So like like we were talking about, you know, I just I'm like that with everybody at the gym or places I'm at. I just treat people nicely and yeah. You know, um it's just it makes me feel gratification too. I get something out of it. You know, there's like an endor- endorphin rush there per se, you know. Yeah, people today are so incredibly negative and just in this negative mind space and I'm not sure where exactly it comes from, but it's it's draining and it's miserable. And like, it might be harder to go and just be positive, but it's once you start doing it, it's hard to stop and you just feel better all the time. Things become habitual. I think, I think that when you're spoiled, petty things are your main focus for complaining. You know, um, even I fall into that trap, you know, we don't really experience true hardship here. Yeah. Um, and that's what builds character and perspective, I would say, because hardship makes you have gratitude for the things that you have, that you have access to on a regular basis. It's habitual to get all the food we need or transportation or, you know, um, we can even buy things without having the money in hand, you know? So, I mean, it just, we forget about the importance of gratitude and um, just uh, not taking things for granted, you know? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's like if you have everything handed to your whole entire life, you never truly get to appreciate what it is that you have. You know, it's like everything that I have, I have worked very hard to get, you know, and not to drag on my family or anything, but like I, we didn't grow up the richest family. We didn't have all the things. And, and like I remember saving up every penny I could so I could buy an Xbox 360 when I was, I don't know, 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I appreciated that so much more. Like I still have it in a box down in my closet. Cause like I can't throw it away. Cause I worked so hard to get that. Yeah, man. And just having that appreciation for things, it just changes your perspective. It does. It, it does. And not only that, but it helps mold the person that you are. And I'm not saying, you know, it's important to, to piggy, to piggyback off that, not to judge other people regardless of their behavior. Um, but when you go through those types of life experiences, it helps mold you to become the person that you are, whether that's positive or negative. It could go either way. We're, none of us are perfect. And the other thing is um, we have to have an understanding that people aren't always going to think the way that we do. You know, yeah. Everybody has a different situation. Everybody has different variables in their life that you know, essentially um, – determine perspective, you know, and just, just to let everybody know, I am a police officer. I'm not going to name where I work, but I deal with people that experience a lot of hardship in their life. When I'm called upon, it's to fix problems. There's no real positive call. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Um, well, I mean, when you're when you're getting called for something like it's it's because there is a problem. Like you're not getting called because somebody's having a good day, right? And it's you learn a lot about yourself, and you learn about other about other people, and you also learn about, um, you know, how bad it could be for you. You yeah. know, because people don't always get to pick and choose. I mean, yes, they make life choices, but they don't get to pick and choose the circumstances that they're in. You know, um, it it just it it's eye opening. Yeah. You know, um, and since we're talking about you know behaviors and um, how to conduct ourselves and stuff like that, I think it's extremely important to use services and friends and family, et cetera, at your disposal. Because oh, yeah. you think you can do stuff on your own all the time, but it's okay to reach out. Yeah, and that's especially coming from like our spaces, like you know, big burly dudes in the gym. You know, everyone's got that ego. Like we don't need anybody. We'll handle our own problems. Like you know, men don't like. No, like we all have emotions. We're all human, and it's very important. And that's something that I'm trying to um, portray with this podcast: is it's okay to ask for help, and it's okay to help people, and it's okay to be vulnerable and feel these emotions because. They suck. Life sucks. There's a lot of shit that goes on in everyone's lives. But if you just bottle it all up, it's, you're going to employ it at some point in your life. And it is, it's imperative to go out and, and seek help. Whether if you don't have any friends, like there's, there's all sorts of um, services out there you can call for mental health and, and any sort of crisis that you have in your life. Agreed. I, I think it's important because, you know, not all of us have friends or family. I'm not saying that, but, um, majority of people want to make sure that other people are, okay and doing well, you know, before something bad happens per se. Um, personally, I've reached out for help. I, you know, was having some anxiety issues and I do go to counseling actively and I think it's very important. Um, I also, you know, establish good relationship with, with the people around me and, uh, that helps a lot too. It helps you forget things that pull you down, you know, does that make sense? By replacing that with positive interaction um, or thoughts um, and that type of stuff, you know? Yeah. So would you say it's, is it more important to, I guess, you know, forget about things or to, and put them in your past or to like actively work on them and get to the root problem of them all? So this is just my perspective. Um, It's not set in stone, but I don't, I don't think it's good to forget, but I think it's good to learn how to shut the switch off, so to speak, when you start to go to that dark place. So for example, when I start to have negative thoughts, because I've had some trauma that occurred in my childhood, nothing physical. Um, but you know, there was some, I had a mental abuse, mentally abusive caretaker when I was young. And so when I start to, you know, visit those memories, I just say, don't, you're, you're stronger than that. Don't allow yourself to be affected by it. So I just essentially, so to speak, uh, shut the switch off, but that took practice. Yeah. That isn't just something that can happen. You have to learn just like anything else, like riding a bike, man. But once you ride a bike, even if there's time in between, once you jump on a bike again, you're still gonna yeah. know how to ride it. Right. And so, so when you, sorry. So when you have that in between time and then you start to visit that again you just learn how to deal with it and that answer if that answers your question you don't yeah. forget it because it's important not to forget because that's that's how that's what molded you but where you go from there is up to you yeah no i love what you said that little last part there because it's one thing that i've always said for years and 
I've had a lot of my own traumas that, um, you know, I've talked about a little bit on here and, and some I haven't. It's very important for me to remember all of the things that have happened in my past. And for a long time, I used to see that as a negative thing. And I wanted to forget all the things because it hurt every time I thought about it. Hmm. And these days, I'm very thankful for every, and this is something I was talking to myself about on the way to the gym, is I was very thankful for every negative thing that happened to me in my entire life, more so than the positive things. Because without all the negative crap and the trauma, you will never learn anything. You learn more in defeat than you do in victory. And that being said, it's gonna, it's gonna cause some type of issues. It's not just a positive thing where, yeah, you know, um, the more I get hurt, the stronger I'll be. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. You know, it's still going to hurt. Yeah. There's, it, it, it's not like, look at me, I'm just emerging as this, you know, superhuman or something like that. You're going to go through a lot of pain and stress and anxiety, et cetera. But how you deal with it is the question, you know, how, how you condition yourself is the question, you know, um, and that determines like not only how you handle yourself, but how you help other people. Cause we all want to help somebody. Yeah. If you don't want to help somebody, something's wrong with you. Right. But we should want to help ourselves. I think we forget that it's so important to help yourself, you know, and, and not beat yourself up or be so judgmental. We talk about like not being judgy towards other people and stuff like that, but why are we constantly judging ourselves or beating ourselves up or telling ourselves negative things you know, when it does not help us improve, all it does is hold us back. Yeah. And for years, I did just about exactly that. I, no, me too. I loved helping people. And I've always been very motivational and inspirational. I've always had very good insight on, on life. And people would come with their problems. And I would give them very good, solid, concrete sure. ways to help them, you know, work their way out of the holes they dug for themselves. But for some reason, for years, I was unwilling to do it for myself. 100%. I, I think it's almost like... Uh, built into us to some degree. Um, so not only how we talk to ourselves mentally, but how we talk to ourselves physically. Um, you could even go into like uh, your relationship with food or your relationship with uh, other people, um, just all that stuff. Our, for some reason, there's a mechanism inside of us that tends to focus on the negative. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, like with complaining, it's very hard. And this goes for myself, too. Like, how much better off would you be if you learn not to complain? And not only to, you know, not only when you verbalize complaints, but when you think about complaints, if you could learn how to not do that, I think that that would help you when it comes to how you treat yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I always use the analogy with myself of like all, all especially the mental wounds. It's like you know, getting stabbed, like in having the knife in you and yeah, it's going to hurt a lot to take the knife out, but that's the only way you can heal is to, is to work past the problems and you have to figure out how to pull that knife out and be able to heal from that wound. Yeah. Because I know it's, it's comfortable. And like you said, we all, and, and what's the saying is like find comfort in misery. And that saying is such bullshit because if you find the comfort and misery, it's like leaving the wound, leaving the knife in the it's wound. It's like picking a scab. Yeah. How's it, it ever going to heal? Yeah. You know, so um, I know we're using a lot of metaphors and, oh, you know, I know people, that, the listeners are used to, it. I love my quotes. I love my metaphors. And there's one quote I was actually <laughs> wanting to use just a minute ago of, uh, 
Um, I don't know if you're familiar with a lot of mythology at all, but Greek mythology, the story of Atlas. Uh, there's a quote from that that I love, and I'm actually going to get a tattoo here pretty quick. Um, and that quote is, I ask not for broader shoulder, or I ask not for a lighter burden, but for broader shoulders in which to carry it. Sure. Yeah, that's cool, man. I do like that. I do like that a lot. Um, I'm big on quotes, too. Um, there's a couple people, like, uh, for example, I don't know if you ever heard of Vernon Howard. The name is familiar. So he's passed away, but he's a guy that has so many good quotes about, like, killing your ego or how you're not special, um, and, and not in a negative way, but to give you um, perspective that, you know, we shouldn't think that we're special people. Yeah, we should build ourselves up, and yeah, we should develop ourselves and empower ourselves, but we should also, and I didn't get this for myself, push our ego down, yeah. you know, because ego's the fall of man. Um, it's so important to not be egotistical and not be arrogant. Um, we still, or, you know, just that in itself makes you view yourself as better than other people. There's nothing good that comes out of thinking that you're better than anybody. Now I used to do what I used to do is I used to tell myself I was a piece of shit, you know, and I thought I was doing something good because I thought I was putting myself in my place. Yeah. It but makes you feel humble. It does, man. And you're telling yourself that, but it's not a good thing to call yourself a piece of shit. The alternative that I learned was to say, hey, you're not perfect and just keep keep working on yourself. Yeah. But don't call yourself bad names. You know, you'll start to condition yourself to have thoughts that you're 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 not worthy or, you know, you're 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 a bad person or, you know, we are we're all gonna make mistakes, right? Um, but that's you gotta accept that. Yeah. You know? And, and go some, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No. no, no, no. I'm talking. I'm like doing all the talking here. You, you, hey, that's why I have guests on. So they, don't, <laughs> they don't hear my voice all the time. But no, and there's um one thing that helped me work through a lot of my trauma is I wrote, I have a journal in my bedroom. That's and important. I've, I've written a lot and uh, there's a, lot, a few poems that I wrote. And, and one of the poems, I'm not going to read the whole thing because I don't remember it off the top of my head. But it's a, it starts off, I'll be whatever you want me to be. And I uh, no, I am whatever you say I am. I'll be whatever you want me to be. And there's, there's a whole lot rest of that but it's like shades of eminem <laughs> <laughs> right um, uh, my uh, rapper name is sweet iced tea <laughs> no but um no and just the kind of thoughts behind that is like whatever you say in your mind you are it's, it's just like the saying you are what you eat you are what you say you are and i i talk 100 i talk to my mom all the time 100 my mom has very similar mental issues as i do and um but I tell her all the time, like, if you say you're a piece of shit, like, you are. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And anyone that ever comes to me, they're like, like, I just feel like I'm a piece of shit. I'm like, if that's what you say you are, then you are a piece 100%. of shit. 100%. So the only way to do that is to change your perspective yep. on on your own life. And this actually brings me to another little quote. This is a Dean original quote mm -hmm. that uh, mm -hmm. um, I actually featured. Every episode, I like to do a little quote at the beginning of what we talk about. But this one was, um, uh, you can't win a game of chess from the perspective of a pawn. And I went on this whole tangent on you need to change your perspective on life and be able to view the whole game board to win a game of chess. If you, if you live your life in the perspective of a pawn, you're never going to move forward. Right. And that leads me into something that I'd like to talk about, too, is, uh, you know, when it comes to ourselves. For, for me, at least, uh, my mentality is like all or nothing. Right. How are you ever going to progress if you're shooting? For a hundred percent, you have to expect to not be at zero and not be a hundred, but in between. 
Yeah. So if it's not everything, it's not the end of the world, right? You don't go into despair if it's not what you were going for. That's not realistic. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think it's important to realize like, yeah, I have high expectations, but don't, for example, I'll give you an example, going to the gym, right? Um, and obviously I'm using that cause we like to work out, well, we, but you're not going to get talk about the gym a lot. Yeah, man. It, nothing's instant. Things take time. Um, it takes hard work. It takes failure. Um, and I think that goes the same way with uh, personal development, like uh, yeah. mental development, all that stuff. Um, it's just it's vital to to figuring yourself out. And I've learned that over time. Like, for example, I'll, I'll be straight up honest. I wear it on my sleeve. I go to therapy. I see a counselor, you know, because when I verbalize like right now, we're having a conversation. We're verbalizing things. And it's like, oh, man, you know that we had an epiphany, but it was always there. It just helps to verbalize it. Yeah. Like you said, writing things down it gives it validity it does and recording things so like what we're doing right now it's going to be on record so you got to be careful yeah. with what you say but when you hear it again you know it's 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 documented so that when you listen to it over and over again even if it's just you recording for yourself to hear things whether it's you know positive or you know negative things or things you need to work on when you go back and revisit it it's always there for you to hear yeah and that's in I'm the first person to listen to the podcast when it releases Monday or Wednesday mornings. And that part of that just, I want to make sure the sound quality is good. So if it sucks, I can delete it really quick before anyone else hears it. But also it's very therapeutic for me to hear myself yeah, saying man. all these things. Yep. Cause especially in the moment when you're saying, and you're thinking these things, you don't really get time to process what you're saying and what you're thinking. You're not going to remember. Yeah. You're going to forget it. And that's the same thing with my journal. Like, one of my favorite things to do is go back and read where I was a year ago because of the things I was saying and, and what I was feeling. And because I feel all those emotions again, but I'm able to process and, and think about them in a different manner. It is so therapeutic to to see the growth I've made right in, in just a year. No, agreed. Um, I can't emphasize enough. And, you know, we were just talking the other day about, uh, you know, oh, you, you want to be on the podcast? Well, let's let's talk about mental health because... I, I, especially when I'm working, that's all I ever see Yeah, is uh, mental health issues. I mean, unless you're going to like a car accident or something like that. But when it comes to domestics or when it comes to disturbances or when it comes to civil problems between other people, a lot of times you're dealing with people with mental health issues. Yeah. So, you know, where I work, we have the benefit of having a mental health liaison which is really nice because not only are we learning as officers, but we also are able to have somebody interact with the public that does not have a uniform on Yeah, because a uniform is intimidating, you know? Um, so we really need to do a better job as uh, people and, you know, as workplaces and all this, all this other stuff in between to make sure that people know that mental health is extremely important. We don't talk about it enough. No, you know, we just always look at what's on the surface. We never see what's going on internally. And it's easy to portray something that is fake, you know, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. What I mean is like wearing a mask, you know, you never know what a person's really struggling with, but they, they seem a certain way. So how would you ever know? So it's important to think about what's below the surface. There are like indications and stuff like that and behaviors and stuff like that. 
but there's always something underlying there, right? Yeah, and in B with my past is I I was a man of many masks. I was a social chameleon for years, and I'd only put that part of me that people wanted to see. Is out. it exhausting? It's it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it, it's horrible. At the time, I thought it was a cool thing, like oh, I'm I'm this guy with these group of people, and I'm this guy with this group of people. But the thing that I didn't quite understand is I forgot who I was in doing that. And I think with social media and everything, people like to, they hide the bad parts of themselves and they hide who they are to be the best representation of themselves because that's all they see on the internet and then in public and with everything around them is they only see the best of the best and they only see the people's best. So they think, well, I need to be like ours too. Yeah. So you learn yeah. to wear this mask of just fake bullshit. It is, man. And that's the problem is that the things that you mentioned have changed everything, technology and social media. Um, back in the day, you know, saying, back, saying, in, back day. in the day, yeah. Back when I was a young man, no, um, we didn't have that stuff. You know, it wasn't prominent. Now everything's out there. You know, everybody wants to show something, but that's exactly what we're talking about. It's not reality. Yeah. We are so out of tune with the actual reality because we've created our own reality which isn't real does that make sense oh yeah it's it scares it's scary because we all get caught up in it what is really real anymore yeah. do we even really think about what's really real to us you know yeah and these things that we carry in our pockets they have allowed us to live in this bubble of fake reality every day and, yeah and it's scary because it's a day you wake up you you live almost in like a in a different realm, and then you repeat. Yeah, it's, it's weird. One one thing I always tell myself, and I've only actually started saying it to some other people too. It's like, when's the last time you went and talked to a tree? Like, get outside, go feel some grass, sure. breathe the air, be in nature, see what's around you, actually experience the world, and not. Through with screen and a camera. No way. We always got our fat faces in a phone or a device yeah. or something. <laughs> it's, it's pathetic. And I mean, I'm no saint. I do it too. And, I do I mean, too, man. And in fact, like I just deleted TikTok because like, like I'd find myself taking a shit scrolling through TikTok. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> well, what are we doing right now, man? I mean, this yeah. is taking us away from screen time, um, interaction. Uh, we're talking about really important things that really exist. We ignore all this stuff, man. Yeah. Like it, we just do. Nobody's able to sit down and just have a conversation before. And I mean, I, I've never talked about this on the podcast, but I play Dungeons and Dragons and it's one of my favorite things to do because it's just four hours with a table full of buddies sitting around. I mean, yeah, we're in a fake world doing shit. Shout out to all us nerds out there. You, you a D&D player? No, I'm not. Oh, man. No, I'm not. But I play video games. Hell yeah. But I do. It's a, you know, it's similar, but different. But yeah. I'm not a idiot, <laughs> but I'm not that level, but I yeah. do like to get down on some... Uh, cognitive joystick action yeah. you know what i'm saying but like, i like being at the table because it's there there is no screens no one's on their phone it's just people sitting around together that's, that's and enjoying too old school for me brother man uh, but it's 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 good it's, it's, i respect like this you know just sitting around having a conversation and being in the moment so and experiencing life what you're saying right now um and this is my quote of the podcast simplicity is a beautiful thing man appreciate simplicity Write that down. <laughs> that's that's going to be the title. Yeah, say it again. Simplicity is a beautiful thing. It truly is. You can keep talking. I'm no, I, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I'll think about something to say. But uh, <laughs> no, I think it's important to appreciate the simple things in life, man. Yeah. Um, that way you don't have expectations. 
our society, the people that are around, the pe- the things that we see, we always want more. And I'm the same way, dude. And all this stuff that we're talking about, it applies to me too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's still good to talk about because like I like we were talking about before, um, when you hear yourself say things, it's like, man, that's that's that sounds really good. I mean, not not in a egotistical way, yeah. but that makes a lot of sense. You know, why don't I practice what I just said, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. It, it, and that's, that's one thing I really like about this podcast and listening to it, the episodes myself is cause like it, it, I hold myself accountable more cause I'm like, well, I'm on the internet saying this shit to these people. So I should probably be doing these things that I'm saying. I'm oh, doing. 100%. And man. so it's like, if I find myself altering at all, it's like, no, no, no. You said that one thing in that episode, like you can get your shit together. Let's go. Yeah, man. It's, you know, and with podcasts, people need to understand that a lot of this is opinionate opinions or life experience or, you know, perspective. It, it's not an end all be all. Right. So what we're talking about, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to us. It might not. Other people might have other things. We're just recording it. That's the difference. Yeah. And I think it's important that if you got something to say, um, there, there's probably a way you can do the same thing. If you got ideas and stuff like that, um, you should do the same thing, you know. Yeah. I've never been a, I've never done a podcast before, like we were talking about. This is the first time I ever did. Yeah, we're taking your pot, potting virginity. Yeah, you sure are. My cherry's gone. <laughs> uh, <a> feel. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, when you introduced it to me, I was just like, ah, you know. And then I was like, well, maybe I do have something to say that could help somebody or myself or, you know, you. I mean, yeah. maybe you could help me. Um, and it's like I was selling it to you at the gym to, you know, get you to come on. Is like, even if... Even if we get to a point where there's only one person listening or there's no people listening, as long as we're helping one person with this, that's all that matters. And so if one person can hear this message and, and it changes their life or even inspires them to just be uh, that 1% better, then mission accomplished. Agreed, man. Um, yeah, I, I think it's cool. Uh, I, I was pretty gung-ho about it, especially leading up to it. Um, uh, I'm, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got a really cool setup here, too. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I was you, it's my wallet hurts, but I, I want to, ah. I want to get quality. So, you know, no one's going to listen. And I was, there's so many good podcasts out there that they have a great message, but they didn't spend enough time with the equipment, making sure it sounded good. And by the way, none of this is scripted. This is all, we're just, no, we didn't have it. We just knew we were going to talk about something mental health related. Yeah. The, the core listeners know that I don't script things. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very it, rabbit holy. I mean, we're kind of bouncing around too. So, it's no. pretty evident that it's none it's of this is scripted, but uh, this is how you can tell things are not disingenuine. You yeah. know, this is this is from our heart. This is uh, things we've learned over time. If we do say something offensive, you know, we apologize. But generally, I think that what we are talking about is really beneficial to ourselves and other people. All our listeners or your listeners, um, hopefully, they benefit. Yeah. From what we're talking about, because I know that I do when I talk about this stuff with other people, I I've already said things like this or thought things like this, but it helps. It makes me feel gratification when I can share, you know, some of my life experience with other people, even though I know it's just my perspective, you know? Yeah. If you bottle everything up that's going on in your mind, like we said, if you keep it inside, it, it loses validity. And so as soon as you put it into words or put it on paper, you talk about it to somebody else. Or even just go outside and, and, and just tell the world um, with no one around to listen. Like it gives those problems validation, and it, it just makes it makes you feel better inside because it's like okay, like I am I, I have these problems, and that's one thing I'm doing with this podcast too. Is 
having people on that aren't just myself or my usual co-host Randy and Megan who uh, are unfortunately not here today. Mm. But well, they're missing out. Yeah, you're right. No, but, and that, that's one thing I want to do. You know, segments like this, just one on one, because it's a little bit more intimate. Sure. Yeah, man. But it, yep, yeah. I agree with you. Um, I kind of forgot what I was going to say, but uh, that's fine. <laughs> it I think if it also it, it happens to me all got a lot the time. Going on right now, it, it sucks being the host and you forget where you were going with something. I'm like, fuck, I gotta make, I gotta tie this together now. Yeah, man. But I. I how many times you have moments where it's just kind of like, what do we say now? You know, yeah. do, you, do you ever have that where there's an p- uncomfortable pause so or anything like that? Sometimes, honestly, not, not really, because I'm very good at just bullshit and I'm able to just feel like bullshit my way out of things. I'm like, I'm losing. And then it, it's nice to have Randy and Megan here too. Cause I'm, as soon as I, they'll, they'll see it takes and, the pressure yeah, off a little bit. They, they, they pick up on like, um, like I don't know what I'm <laughs> going with this and they pick up on it, but no. And, um, cause we are talking about like validating, um, these emotions and these feelings and being able to tell people about them. And I want to bring people on here to be able to tell their stories. Ah, very good. Um, one of the things that, uh, I want to talk about too, is, uh, the importance of not giving a shit about what other people think. Yes. And this goes for me too, because a lot of times we are always worried about what other people are thinking about us. So when it, when it comes to whether it's appearance um, whether it's the th- the choices we've made or what we're known for or, or other stuff like that, um, that, you know, past things that mistakes we've made and stuff like that. Such an important thing in life to realize for folks is that it doesn't matter what people think. Pe- people think it matters how you progress yourself, how you do right by yourself, you know, a lot of people have made poor decisions because they care about what other people think. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people judge themselves very hardcore because of what other people think. A lot of people move a certain way because of how they think that people might be looking at them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like uh, being healthy, looking good, all that stuff is important. Hygiene, all that stuff is very important, right? Um, but we need to realize that we need to let go of that constant anvil of weight hanging us down of the thought that people are thinking yeah. something about. Not 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 that they even are, but the thought of it. And it's, it's like it's carrying a ball and chain yeah. all the time. It is suffocating. And that's something I deal with. Yeah. Like to the just to how I walk or just to, you know, um, looking in the mirror, um, you know, how I talk, how I behave, all these things, there's that thought of what if this person feels this way or what if this person thinks lowly of me or, you know, does this person like me or did I do something wrong? You're creating an unnecessary hell yeah. for yourself. Do you know what I'm talking about? Right oh, now? 100%. And I, I struggle with the same thing my entire life. And and I've been a lot better about that recently just because I've kind of gotten over that, that stigma. And it's very, it is very freeing because it's just, it's suffocating living in this world where you think everyone is judging you all the time Agreed. and and being, and, um, I guess you didn't know me when I was at my biggest, but I've lost 90 pounds this year and I major milestone. Oh yeah. And I, I struggled with my appearance for years for my entire life. I woke up wishing I was dead and I've talked about this a lot on here, but like I, I woke up over and over every single day just wishing that I hadn't just because I knew I'd have to go in public that day. And 
well, how do I look to like this person thinks I'm fat and I'm so like I'm sucking my gut and I'm trying not to look. It's crippling, it, it, yeah, to the point where it affects your physiology and then, like you're compromising your health because you're worried about what a person might be thinking. Yeah, and it just that that pressure is it's it's terrifying, and then it could see to the point where you know um, a year and a half ago I tried to kill myself just because I I couldn't deal with it, and I and luckily I woke up from that and and came out on the other side pretty good this is a really good what you have going on here is a really good way to combat fighting those demons yeah you know um because it, it allows me to talk about these things and it, and it helps me a lot to know too when, when i was in my deepest depths of my own personal hell mm. uh, i felt so alone and then it wasn't until I started listening to motivational speakers and podcasts myself that are very similar to this that I learned like, oh, these these people that are way up top, they have dealt with this very same things. And all of a sudden, I wasn't alone anymore. You see and, the headlines about yeah. this stuff all the time. Because like you said, when we see, you know, pictures or social media or this and that, you know, how many how many people struggle with mental health that you find out later on when this entire time that you've been monitoring you know, things in their life that they've been putting out there, this was not evident at all. Well, this goes for people we're around too. It's not just social media. It's daily interaction. Yeah. I, I had a friend, a good uh, good buddy of mine, who I never thought was having suicidal thoughts and he killed himself. Yeah. You know, and then you question yourself, man, what could I have done? You know, it's so sad because it's the same thing. We're, we're always looking at a shell, right? Yeah, you want to treat people by their appearances. You know, um, even if you know certain things um, that they don't display, you still want to treat people well. Yeah. Um, but to the contrary of that, when people are struggling with that type of uh, um, disability and you don't know about it, but then something happens, you always question yourself when it's too late. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did when I found out that my, my friend had taken his own life. By default, I was just like, should I have done something different? What could I have done to have prevented this? Automatic guilt, dude. Yeah. You know? Um, so if, if you are struggling, I can't emphasize enough to you how important it is to use your loved ones at your disposal. You have to use... If you're sick, where do you go? You go to the doctor. Correct. If you got a plumbing problem, who do you call? You call a plumber. Exactly. Why is mental health seen as anything different than having some type of sickness or illness or disease or virus? Why is it different? I don't know where that came from or why we feel like we can't express ourselves when we're dealing with some type of mental health problem. And I, I think the problem comes from just that old world view of you have to be tough, you have to be strong. And, and, and the thing about mental health is like, if you're struggling with this, you're not weak for having issues. You're not weak for talking about it. And you're not weaker or less of a man or woman for talking about these things because every single person deals with them. Every single person. I don't care who you are. There's not a single person on this planet that can never say that they were sad. It's uh, 100%. Weren't sad, nope. Agreed. Nope. I know. What you yeah. Mean. It's not what I say. It's what I mean, folks. Exactly. <laughs> so 
we have a lot of loved loved ones or people we interact with that we care about that struggle on a daily basis. And I think even going up to somebody and saying like, Hey man, are you having issues or how's everything going up? Be honest with me. Don't just tell me fine or good. If something's wrong, tell me. I want to know. Cause Hey, guess what? I'll be your, I'll be your, uh, your, your pep person or your hype man or whatever, hype girl, whatever you want to call it. I, um, seriously, if you're having a, if you're having some serious problems with, you know, what's going on internally, uh, it's easier. It's easy to say for me or anybody else, but uh, I've I've been through it myself. It's like talk to somebody, be honest with somebody. If if you're close with somebody or or not close, and somebody just says, "Hey, um, how are you?" and then you're like, "Hey, man, I'm struggling right now." Yeah, they're not going to turn you away. They're not. Um, and I've had people over time come up to me and just volunteer information where I was like, holy cow, that's, that's pretty heavy information, but I've always accommodated them. I've never turned them away or acted like what they were saying was funny, not blowing smoke on myself. I'm just trying to let people know it's okay. If somebody has some weird stuff they want to say, talk to them about it. Yeah. It's okay to nothing has, you know, we're, we're so conditioned to respond with, you know, uh, uh, quote unquote normal response. Yeah. Right. That it almost seems so out there that if somebody says, you know, or asks, how are you, man? Well, I felt like killing myself today, for example. Yeah. Um, and what's wrong with doing that? Nothing, nothing. If you should, if, if you said, Hey man, I am in a very dark place right now. It's like, dude, what can I do to help you? Yeah, I'm going to cancel my fucking day. Like, let's yeah, yeah. Let, talk, let's man. let's let's do something that's going to make you feel better. Where you're going to like not instantly, but just go. You know what? You've made my situation better. I'm gonna. I'm not doing that for now. Yeah. So, like, suicide. What did they say? Is a really, really, uh, you know. And I'm I'm not trying to say anything offensive because it's a very important topic and stuff like that. But they say it's a permanent solution for a temporary issue. Yeah, I like that. So you're never going to get it back, right? Yeah. Once, once, and, and that goes for people that know people that go through with that, you know? Yeah. Um, you have to, you have to do more. You always have to do more. It doesn't know. It's not always about you. It's not always about me, right? Um, how I want to feel good or how I want to give myself or this and that we have to, that's not, I don't believe that's why we're here. I don't believe we're here just, you know, f for selfishness. I don't believe we're here to thrive for ourselves. There's more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah. You should, it's built into our DNA. You have to force yourself almost to be selfish in a way. I mean, yeah, it can be easy, but what I mean is, uh, you should feel, it should feel natural for you to feel compassion. Where did you go? Where did it, where did we as a people go wrong where we don't feel compassion? What force exterior force, you know, conditioned us to not feel compassion or empathy? You know, does that make sense? Oh yeah. And I think a lot of that does come again back to social media where like we only see the best of the best. So that's how we're supposed to portray ourselves <coughs> In, in public is, you know, I've said it a million times myself, you know, someone asked me how I'm doing, oh, I'm 
living the dream, you know. Yep, yep, yep. White people. Common response. Yeah, white people speak for, I want to kill myself. Do you want to know the truth? Can I tell you something else? I really don't like that saying. Which one? Living the dream. Me neither. I have no idea what it means. Me neither. (laughs) Tell me how you feel, man. Like, and I mean... uh, and I'm a very good space. So people ask me well, how I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking killing it. And that's another thing that I do personally, just like like we were talking earlier, the whole positive self-talk. And it's like if if you tell your people the stereotypical line of, oh, doing all right, you know, living the dream, you know, that's very negative. It has very negative connotations behind it. So what's wrong with being, you know, like, like you know, or or just flat out be like, ah, kind of rough day. Or like, you know, when you asked me the other day, I think, um, you know, how are you doing today? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Kind of fucking tired today. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. here. You yeah, said it was a bad week, man. Yeah, yeah, completely. But there's nothing wrong with doing that. No, man. You know, nope, like, nope. I, some people are assholes, and they might be like, oh, sorry to hear that. Going with their day, but like, at least you're honest with yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it's important, you know. To express yourself. Um, I think it's also important to, you know, operate with conditions. I don't think that you should just do everything you want to do. Um, I don't think that that's fully beneficial. I think there should be, um, you know, some type of filter, if you will, um, when it comes to, you know, doing things that you want to do. What, what's going to benefit you and what's not? You should always look at that. Everything is relative. Don't get me wrong. And people shouldn't be judged on the decisions they make, per se, unless they're hurting other people. I got yeah. a problem with that. You know, um, but you don't get a say in, in who's doing right and who's doing wrong, what somebody's end is going to be, you know, um, what they've done. You don't, you don't get to say how you feel about that. Yeah. You know, you, you don't get to say what your opinion is on that. I mean, you do, but it ain't right. Yeah, and, and I, that's something that is very relevant to what's going on in today, because especially when we have like the, the transgender community, the gay community, and uh, I don't know, all the all the other, all those, you know, communities of, of people, all the, all the genders, all the sexualities, whatever. And so many people, especially the older generations, are so against that. And they have, they're very vocal about the hate on it. And then same with like abortions. Like you drive a, a past the, like a Planned Parenthood, you see the, all the old white people sitting outside with their, with their fucking signs and shit. I'm like you, you're what's wrong with people. You're why people kill sure. themselves. Nope. It's, I, it, it, it's just being accepting. And one thing I always say is like, I don't care what you do, what you believe or how you live your life. Just don't be a dick. Yep. Spirit. <laughs> Spirituality is important, you know. Yeah. I feel like I'm a very spiritual person, but I will say this: some of the worst people I've met were very religious, mm-hmm. and some of the best people I've met were still searching for something for themselves. Yeah, you know, um, this world is everybody's eating the shit sandwich, bro. I don't right. know how to put it. So, yeah, one way or another, whether you got money, well, no matter what your social status is, well, religion, uh, you know. Etc. Yeah. You're always eating a shit sandwich, man. It's one thing that I said to somebody. Um, I sent a video to a few of my friends today because I was having a, I'm not going to call it an argument. It was a discussion about just kind of how, you know, sometimes life sucks. And and I'm a very positive person. If you come to me with a problem, like I'm going to like try and, and help you see the better side mm-hmm. or, or what could be the benefit of this problem. Right. Because life is going to constantly give you challenges and there are potential lessons to learn from all of these challenges and it's never going to stop. And if you think it is, you're either naive, blind or dumb. Well, we expect, like I said, all or nothing. Yeah. You know, perfection. 
if, if there's a blip, we freak out. Yeah. You know, um, it's okay to suffer hardship. It's okay. It's yeah. okay to make bad choices. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to know it. I don't want to say, I don't want to put a definition on what's knowingly wrong, but if you, if you do something wrong, it's okay. But at least acknowledge that it's wrong. You know, I guess we could say it more immoral. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Right if, wrong, if you struggle subjective. with substance abuse or something like that, it is yeah. subjective, but if you struggle with something and you tell somebody it's bad for them, that doesn't make you a hypocrite. Yeah. Right. Um, it's okay to say, Hey, my life was ruined by this. I struggle with this. Take my advice. Don't, don't do this. Yeah. There's a difference between hypocrisy and experience, right? So you can't call somebody a hypocrite if they're like, for example, an alcoholic, but they're telling somebody else not to be an alcoholic or not to get involved with alcohol, for example. You yeah. know? They're just telling you that based on my experience and what it's done, what my choices have been and what it's done for me, that I am admonishing you to stay away from that stuff. You yeah. know, does that make sense? So again, I'm not here to tell people what's right and what's wrong, but you know, especially when it comes to people like uh, constructive criticism too. Yeah. What's our natural thing to do when somebody tells us, um, you know, that we're doing something wrong or well, fuck you? What do you know? Yeah, defensiveness, right? Get real defensive immediately. The the thing that I learned over time is, you know, if somebody says something or has a complaint, you should probably listen to it. Yeah. Right. You should probably. Listen to what they say and say, am I doing this? Because if we're just defensive about everything or we don't heed the advice of others, um, not in, in what we, we should be doing, but just consideration um, based on, I mean, there's some gems out there, man. You never know who's going to give you some advice or tell you you're a certain way um, or doing something that you shouldn't be. Um, and it'll help you better. I'll tell you what, man. If, if people just uh, would say, yeah, you know, they'd stop and say, think and say, yeah, is this is this how I am? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll be the first person to tell you that if I'm doing something wrong, please tell me. Yeah, no, I, I literally go out of my way to try to find the criticism. Like, it, ask anybody I've asked if how they like my podcast or they've listened. I'm like, oh, how do you like it? And they're like, what? I don't, I don't care what you like. I've heard that before. Like, people have been, you know, people are supportive. I have very supportive people in my life. And they're they're going to sing my praises all day long. Well, it's like, I, hey, I appreciate that, but fuck that. What don't you like? What do you want to hear better? What can I make better? Because one of the sayings, and I tell, I say this to myself every single morning, and um, I don't know if you noticed, but I have a little motivational board down there with all sorts of quotes on it. Um, I'll, I'll show you that before you leave. But the thing that I have to say over and over is I will be better than I was yesterday every single day. Yes, I, I, I think that's a good way to conduct yourself. Um, but I, I just think that, how, how much better would it be if, if people approach people and they were just honest and said, Hey man, you're being a douchebag or, yeah. or Hey, you're, you know, you, those are the people I want to be around, put myself around that you can say, dude, you, you're doing this and this is inappropriate. And they're like, Oh, am I really? Yeah. Oh, I, I got to change that. You know, if you don't want people to call you out and put you in, oh, you got to get your ego checked every night. You got to get your ego checked. You got to have people. Those are the people I want affiliations with or the people that, you know, will call you out on your bullshit, bro. Yeah. And, and I, I can't remember if I can't remember if I talk about this on the pod or if I talk about this somewhere else. But I know I, I've had this conversation before of like, 
if you live your entire life doing something wrong, but no one ever points it out, you'll never know what's wrong. No, nah, man. So it's like, go out of your way. And for a while, you might be an asshole. But I mean, obviously, don't go up and be like, hey, you're a fucking douchebag and walk away. Be like, you're a fucking douchebag. And here's why. If you change these things, I will perceive you as a better. Yeah. Human. Yeah. You got a reason at least. But and, um, and, and like you were saying, I think and, and what we were talking about. Surround your people. Surround yourself with those type of people. Don't just surround yourself with people who want to have a good time, or you know, want to want to party and you know just do whatever. You don't. As you get older, I think people realize just from wisdom that that is not sustainable. Yeah, and I mean, I've had people on the podcast that have sung my praises because I don't know if I ever told you, but I'm only 25 and. And I've learned all I have in a very short amount of time because I've gone out of my way to purposely try to learn these lessons and because I want to be better. And, and I was the same way. I was a young, dumb, 21-year-old, 22, 23. Still are. And, oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I got a long ways to go yet. I'm not finished. But they're, the, those kind of relationships are temporary. The people that you want to go out and party with and drink, do drugs, and I've done they don't it. have your best interest. No, in I've, I've done it all, and because they are they're there for their own personal experience, one hundred percent accurate. And a little close to the microphone, <laughs> right. my bad. And as, but it's like with my personal experience, as soon as I stopped drinking, and I mean, I, I, I took it. I didn't drink for a year, and I also have a drink. Like I'm having a little blue moon light sky seltzer now. It was cold in the no fridge. Judgment, that's not good. But like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get drunk. I haven't been drunk in over a year and a half. And, and, and I plan to stay that way. And as soon as I did that, I became the quote unquote boring friend. Like people got, I literally had people get mad at me. Like, I just want to see you drunk. Why don't you come get drunk with us? Like do shots. I'm like, I'm good. I don't want to do that. And I still tried to hang out with those people because they were my friends, but they, they quickly faded in, in the background because they no longer aligned where, with what I wanted to do. I agree. And another thing that I want to piggyback off on that is like, People need to learn not to care about the action, but where the action will lead. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's the act of doing something and then there is like the repercussion or um, the end destination, if you will, of where that type of behavior or uh, action will lead. You know, um, that that's so I think that we don't think about things enough in depth and it, it, it makes us feel a certain way just by responding. You know, I don't, it's hard to verbalize, but, but something I've learned is like, you know, if somebody does something bad, explain to them where that path will lead them, not what they're doing at the time. Um, they should be ashamed of themselves or something like that. Yeah. You know? Being able to have the foresight to be able to see like, okay, if I, if I go down this road, where does it end? Like everyone wants to go down. Okay. This road looks fun right now. Or you're a bad person for yeah. doing something, you know, but, but where's, where does that take you in 10 years? Right. You know, like with, um, like my father, like, uh, I, he died, he was an alcoholic. Um, I, we going on four years now and I watched him slowly kill himself throughout the years and it, what started off as, you know, just drinking for fun, you know, just turned and progressed slowly. And there's a lot of probably mental health things that I never had the chance to uh, get to talk to him about. But just seeing where that took him kind of already had that in my head. And I mean, right after he died, like I, a lot of shit happened in my life right there. And I, I went in a downward spiral and that led two years. Of Sounds like you were close with your dad. It, it was a very complicated relationship. Sure, sure. Because we, Most are. yeah, um, you know, it was a kind of a very 
every night was a fight in our house growing up and and um you know with my mom and my dad and my sister like it was it wasn't a, the best childhood in the world i know my mom listens to it and i love you we've moved past as we talk about it but shout out to mom shout out mom and all moms out there all moms out there honestly <laughs> and so it's like i don't know it's 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 complicated to try and figure out what a relationship actually was because i resent there was a lot of resentment and anger growing up and then it wasn't until the last few years of his life where we really kind of became friends it was less father-son relationship and more like sounds like it came to an understanding. the right time at least yeah you know? but then unfortunately I, I got that phone call that he wasn't coming out of the hospital this time because all his organs were pretty much shut down and yeah, that's terrible man yeah and so that it's that's not an easy thing to go through and that sent me down a pretty dark path myself mm. and then unfortunately it wasn't until i woke up in a lawn chair next to a fire with two empty bottles of whiskey and a knife in my hand and blood mm. going down my other hand that I, I realized that that was where that road was going to take me. And if I wanted to experience any more and, and, and do anything different in my life, then I'd have to go down a different path and I'd have to do something new. And I'm very glad I decided that because that's where I am today. And another thing I say is being able to find that own light within yourself and letting it shine bright enough to where hopefully I can inspire other people. And, and cause I don't want anyone to feel and be in that space where I was, you know, a year and a half ago. Absolutely not. And, uh, <clears throat> and just let people know that they're not alone in this, in this fight. Mm. I agree, man. I think one of the things that we do too is, uh, with, when it comes to self-inflicted wounds is we overthink things a lot. Um, sometimes we just need to let go and just trust that it'll work out some way, you know? Yeah. Um, I overthink. I'm an overthinker, man. Oh, you um, yeah. It's like... It's a curse and a blessing. It is because, like, it, it prevents you a lot of... Uh, uh, of it prevents a lot of bad things from happening, but it yeah. also holds you back. Yeah. You it's know? A, it's a blessing because of that, you know? You've already thought of all the options in your head, but at the same time, it's, it's a curse because you learn that from the trauma that you've experienced, or at least I have, because again, the what I'm not worthy enough type of mentality, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's, it's not a, like, it's not a, a strategical thing to help you move along. It's like, okay, I'm going to think of these thousand ways why this person doesn't like me. And one of them is always going to be right because I'm going to make it right. And because I put that in the world and I'm a huge believer in, in manifestation and, and the, the, the energy you give into the world is what the energy the world's going to give back to you. And if you're constantly putting out these negative vibes and being, you know, if you're looking for a way for something to fail, it's going to fail. Sure. And, and I'll be honest with you. I was finding reasons to not do this podcast today, you know. Yeah. But I just said, you know what? Just do it. Yeah. Sometimes you got to just say, just do it. Like before I got into law enforcement, and I'm going to be honest, it sounds cliche, but I really did want to do something that gave me gratification that did serve a purpose and help other people. You know, that's like the thing that everybody says, oh, I want to help other people, yeah. you know, but it's truly true. I really did want to do that. What I was doing before um, working for a family business, I was just not feeling it. You know what I mean? I yeah. get got to a point where I felt like my I reached my pinnacle and I didn't want to do what I was doing anymore. You so, wanted to make a difference in the world. Right. So when a friend of mine who I who is a coworker, he's actually a sergeant there, he introduced, you know, hey, we have an opening you should apply. You'd be perfect for it. I started to come up with these reasons. And the reason I mentioned that is because that's what we're talking about here. Um, 
why are we constantly finding reasons not to do something when it's going to benefit us? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It might, yeah, it might not work out the all or nothing mentality. Yeah. It might not work out, but see where it takes you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it might be hard and difficult, but what's the alternative? Complacency can be damning. Yeah. Right. If you just accept where you're at, sometimes that'll make you feel terrible mentally, right? Oh, yeah. Strive for something better. If you're not happy with what you're doing, even though it's comfortable, get out of it. And I say the same thing when, when it comes to, like, religious beliefs, too. You know, believe what you want. But if it doesn't make sense, just because your family's doing it and has been doing it doesn't mean you have to. Yeah. Again, that I'm worried about how other people view me. It's all bullshit. It truly is. How has that ever helped anybody? Other people worrying about or other people viewing you a certain way. How has that ever helped? I don't see how that's helpful. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Right. And for my personal um, story is like I was I was raised Christian Methodist, I believe. And, and my whole family is very uh, strong in their beliefs. But Shout out to people who are religious. Yeah. Man. And and there's nothing wrong with that. But no, man. For me personally, it just it doesn't really jive with me. And like I don't know. And I always say my religion is to be the best man I can be and not be a dick. Sure. And no, I, I think that that pretty much summarizes yeah. it in layman's terms. <laughs> Literally, that my religion is to be the best version of myself I can be, and it is to to help the world and try to make a difference. My my religion is me and, and going through the life altogether, not for any, anything else. Like I'm not, I don't want to live. I live my life, my entire life for other people. Mm. And it wasn't until recently that I truly started living for myself because I want to be here and I want to experience this and whatever happens after happens. And I'm sure. not going to spend my life worrying about that. Sure. I myself, I I'm very, I don't know how you, how you define how spiritual you are. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. I can't like, it's like saying I'm a good person. Well, what's that definition? Yeah. I don't, if somebody else wants to call me a good person, that's fine. I used to tell them, nah, nah, you know, don't say that. But now I let them say it. They want to say that. Right. But I don't myself say that because I don't know the definition of that. I don't, I don't even necessarily know myself for sure. Um, so it's hard for me to say that about myself, but I will say that, it helps me um, have some type of uh, code to live by by being spiritual, and that's just me. Like, am I part of the religion that I grew up in? No, but I still have a strong connection with, um, and I'm not going to get too personal with it with the higher power because I feel like um, it keeps me in check. Yeah, um, it gives you some values to abide by. Absolutely, 100%. And I feel that there is a scale of, you know, goodness and badness. And I'm trying to strive to be the best person I can be, even though I know I do things wrong, like knowingly do things wrong. It's not just about no one's perfect, but I know that there's actions or thoughts or this and that, that I do wrong, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, because I used to beat myself up about it all the time, but that's not going to help me better myself, even if it's just something small, but I'm still slipping. It's okay to slip, man. You get back up. 
right? It's just, where do you go from that? Do you try to get better? Do you try to educate? Do you try to, you know, um, conduct yourself better than you did yesterday? You said, yeah. how am I going to be better today? You know, don't dwell on the negativity. That's something I always used to do, like past decisions I made or past actions I did. I'd sit there and beat myself up. Dude, there's nothing I could do about it now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you, you aren't who you were yesterday, and you are only who you are today, but you can be whoever you want to be tomorrow. Facts. Actions That's- don't define you, man. Past actions don't define you. Okay? Yeah. And I can't emphasize enough how important that is. Yeah, you should feel regret for things like if you did something really bad and you want to feel like shit about it, go ahead. Yeah. But don't let it dictate how you progress in life. It's important to feel the emotions of these things. But once you feel and validate those emotions, now it's time to learn the lesson and move on. Facts. And I also think that holding yourself accountable is important. Very. So if you do do something that you feel is unethical, you should hold yourself accountable. Yeah. I mean, that's what I see anymore is people, and I'm sure I do it still too with some things, but people don't hold themselves accountable or take responsibility. It's almost scary, dude. You know what I mean? I think it's so important to take responsibility for your actions or your behavior or, you know, things that you know need improvement. Because that's how you, like I said, that's how you progress, man. That's how you become a better person. And it shouldn't be just becoming a better person for other people. You should become a better person for yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, and the the journey of self-growth and then self-development, and it, it is selfish in a sense because you're not doing it for anyone but yourself. But that, and, and that's... that's but. That's not true per se, right? Yeah, but uh, how, how if you if you're trying to better yourself for yourself, you better yourself for other people by default. If you would have let me finish, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's okay to have disagreements, man. Come on now. Hey, hey I'm sorry. Are we gonna wrestle in here or what? Where's mm-hmm. the mat? Let me move the mics. These are expensive. Yeah, yeah. You might want to do that. <laughs> by then, hopefully, things will calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, that's that was a, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I don't remember what we were talking about now. No, we were man. talking yeah, about um, selfishness yeah, and, yeah, and it development. Is, it's a selfish lifestyle to live, but the reason I'm doing this. And the reason that I, I quit drinking and focused on my body and lost 90 pounds and, and focused on my bodybuilding, quote unquote, career is so I can inspire people to do it, too, and let them know that that they can do it. Because if no one takes that first step, then no one else can see that that step's possible. I don't even know if that's that the, the word selfish fits into what you just said. That's fair. I, I, I don't I think there's a different word for it. I think selfishness has a negative connotation. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, I know, yeah. I know what you're doing here. But I wish there was a better word. I, but don't, I don't know it. I think that, uh, mm, I can't even think of yeah. something too. I see what you're saying though. I do. No, um, I do hate using the word selfish. No, it's negative. But, it is. It is. But that, I don't know a better word because selfishness is when you retain something. I, I feel, I think that when you're giving, you know, that's, that's the opposite of selfishness. Yeah. And I think a, by doing that, you're giving not only to yourself, but you're giving to other people because you portray what you are internally to some degree. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, there are wolves and sheep's clothing and stuff like that, but if you can conduct how you are on the exterior internally in a good way and not be disingenuous or phony, that's awesome. 
Yeah. That's that's not easy to do all the time. You know, it's like we talked earlier. I used to be this social chameleon, but anymore, like I, in everyone I talk to, I am genuinely who I am. And it's very important to learn to have who you are inside and who you are externally uh, align and be the same person. And in any interaction with anybody ever, because agreed, what's the point of being disingenuous with yourself? Is that a word? Dis, dis, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You nailed it. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know big words. I mean, hey, we, we all sound smart sometimes, right? You ever just say something and for some reason doesn't sound right? But uh, uh, like on a daily basis. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But no, like, there's no point in being disingenuous with yourself in, in what's what what purpose does that serve? I mean, you might give this person over here a little bit better view. Yes. So I just Googled a good word. I think the opposite of selfishness is selfless. So yeah, I think it's pretty selfless when you're doing what you said you want to do. Yeah. I, I mean, that makes sense. Cause like I, I sacrificed a lot of things to be where I am and do what I'm doing right now. Like I don't have a social life anymore. Like, like nothing wrong with that. Man. No, it, it's, it's because like I gave that up so I can become the absolute best version of myself I can be or, so, or or thrive to be yeah or strive to be I should say so that way I can hopefully inspire some other people to do today and it was a little heartwarming because uh, before we started this I re- uh, finished replying to um, a message on Instagram for the business and um, I had someone reach out and just thank me for doing this because they were saying I inspired them and and that touches Dude, my heart badass, to the core because like that is what I'm looking for, and it gets me emotional to think about that because that's the whole goal is I want to help people. And, you got chills, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Because um, I, I, I don't expect that. and like I mean, that's what I'm doing this for, but like I'm not doing it for the gratification outside of – I don't want people, I don't want people to come no, up. No, obviously it's not for acclaim, dude. Yeah. Obviously you're not trying to get praise and stuff like that, but you should feel passionate yeah, about no, this. And, and you I should do. feel excited. You, it, it should give you an endorf- endorphin rush. Like, like you said before, once you put the the headphones on, it's crazy. It's a different feeling. I can hear myself while I don't like hearing my own voice. Um, this is really cool, man. Yeah, it, it gives you, like I said, tunnel vision into the because I love conversations. Dude, I we haven't skipped a beat, man. I'm a huge conversationalist, and when you put the headphones on, the everything else is gone, and you're just in this moment. And that's one thing that I absolutely love about this. And same way with uh, one of my other guests, Miles, when he came over, like he said the same things. Like once you put the headphones on, like it just changes. But it's like some of the best conversations I have had in my entire life that really changed my perspective on the world around me and just people in general have been at airport bars. Because you run into these random ass people who you both know you will probably never see each other again. So you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> like you can walk up to somebody at an airport bar and be like, yeah, dude, I'm honestly, I'm running from the logs. I just killed 10 people and you can, yeah, I'm the wrong it. person to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I forgot I was talking to a narc. Um, oh, a narc, huh? Uh-huh. Okay. No, I, I thought narcs were the ones who come to the cops. Right? I mean, too. well, you're off duty, right? Yeah. Yeah. True yeah. that. True that. I am off duty, man. I'm but, a regular um, person. <laughs> but no, it's like, you can say whatever the hell you want to people at airport bars or like the one now is travel. Cause I used to travel for work and that's really what kind of helped destroy my mental health a little bit. So, you know, I started traveling for it right after my dad died and got cheated on a bunch by a girl and had another girl that I was dating that I never really actually told anyone that I, except for a few people. But, um, 
that I dated that was married. Turn the whole time. Your oh yeah, that's tough, yeah. man. Yeah, that was that was fun. I would have I would have probably concealed that too, man. You gotta love being used for sex. Yeah, I, that's actually something <laughs> I have only told a few people, but now I'm kind of out in the podcast for the world to know about. Oh, it's boy. all about being vulnerable, right? I suppose. And, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing like the whole killing myself thing. Like I, I've only told select few people about it, but like if I'm doing this, like it's important. It's important to show people that, that you're vulnerable. And you can talk about whatever uh, these these problems are. And that's something that I did at airport bars. That's what a podcast is for, man. Yeah. But it's like, that's what I did at all these airport bars and these random places I would found myself across the country. Is I'd find myself opening up in ways I could not even fathom doing back home to people that I knew and interacted on a daily basis. And But why? Why don't, why don't I feel like I can do that? They'll, they'll judge me. They might not see me the same. Like, who gives a shit? That's who I am. That's, that's who I am is these problems, these emotions, these things that I have to talk about, and these things that I have to say. That's who the fuck I am. And if these people can't see me in that way, then fuck them. They don't yeah. matter. I also think it's important not to vomit every bit of information. But, no, I do agree with what you're saying, man. I do. I think yeah. it's important to let people know who you are and stuff like that. And, you know, that's why, I, I mean, some of the best conversations I've had was at the gym. Yeah, I know we're there to work out. But, I mean, you meet a lot of good people there. You meet, you, you know, I. Oh, yeah. I know you just, what you're saying. You though. just do, man. Um and, you know, you're trying to get healthy and it's a good environment. And um, for the most part, yeah, there's some toxicity in there. Yeah. Yeah, there's some D-bags in there, man. I, I got them mad yesterday. There were three guys that uh, I'll, I'll tell you about them. Are they all, the all younger there. guys or? They're, uh, I'll tell you about it all Okay, there. fair all enough. Fair. Yeah, we don't want to put anybody on blast. Nah. If we're going to put people on blast, it's going to be us on here. They, so. they aren't the type of people to listen to this type of shit, though. I'll tell you that much. No, but that's well. Then you, you probably don't know have anything exactly to worry about. Who I'm talking about when I tell <laughs> they, uh, they, they make me so mad, though, because they just they clearly don't give a shit about anyone else in that gym. Where it's like people like us, like I, like we're all there to be better, and it's it's just such a good community to be a part of. That's everywhere we go, though, yeah. man. I mean, there's just always going to be those people. But again. We're no one to judge, man. You know, I mean, I just want to make that clear. Like we got our, we got our fair share of problems and, and, and issues and, and, you know, we're not perfect by any means. Don't get us wrong. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, speak for yourself. I'm, I'm the best. Mm -hmm. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I might have you beat, but no. Yeah, you right. <laughs> no, I'm you playing. Right. I'm playing. I'm playing. Your head's a lot shinier. Than it is, man. I got a shaved head. <laughs> Shout out to all us uh, shaved-headed folks out there. I don't really have much of a choice. I mean, I could grow hair, but it wouldn't look good. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm holding on to what I can. I, feel like <laughs> I don't know. The, the chick cut my hair the last time I got it cut. I was like, there, you have a lot of hair. It's just really thin. I'm like, so why you got to tell me something I already don't, know? Don't give me false hope. Why man? do you like, got to owe? Oh, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't think I know that? I, I see this stuff every day. Hey, man, I, yeah. this is these are uh, what 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 uh, I'm very self conscious about that stuff, you know. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, from what I heard, uh, women like bald headed guys, so hey, I'll take your word for it. I well, guess. I'll take their word for it too because that's all I got, man. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna say, I mean, <laughs> when I go to the gym, they're coming up to me, but again, man, appearances uh, don't don't really mean anything in the long right. run, you know. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, when I when I first started, like, um, you know, hoeing around. Uh, while I was traveling for work, like it was, it was nothing but about appearances. That's all I was going for. Yeah, but I think, but that, I think, and I don't mean to cut you off, but too late. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go, 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 go. No, but aren't you trying to fill a void too? Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. So it's not just that you're looking for pleasure per se, but you're trying to fill a void, man. Yeah, but like over the last, well, um, I guess since that little uh, fun in Ohio, um. 
I, I didn't date since then. Like I hoed around a bit, but then after I quit that zone for the last year and a half, like I haven't been with anybody. Um, it's only Good been for you, dude. There's only been wrong with that. Very recently, I've actually started dating again. I've gone a couple dates here and there, mm. and but it's like I'm not I'm not looking. Um, I don't see bodies as sexual things anymore, especially now I've gotten kind of more in like the bodybuilding realm of things. Is like like they're they're things that they're vessels that we live in. Like that's just the vehicle. Like I want to fall in love with the person on the inside, you know. So it's like I'm looking for that the, the mentality um, that's going to match mine. That's important, but I think that comes with age too. Yeah, you know, and that comes with separating yourself from the societal norm. Um, everything's so sexualized anymore that it's okay to be abstinent. It's okay to restrain, you know, because a lot of it, nothing. It's not all good. There's yeah. a lot of negativity that comes out of that stuff. Intimacy is important. We yeah. need to we need to remember that um, modesty is important too, and that goes for men and women and whoever. Like you should be a little bit modest. You should care and respect yourself enough. And I'm not telling people that they need to wear certain things. I couldn't care less. You yeah. can do whatever you want. Trust me, I see a lot of stuff at my job, right? Yeah. Um, I see, <laughs> we can get into that maybe in another time, uh, just about I, I, certain calls or you know <laughs> uh, about even even mental health uh, situations. Um, on the job, I have a lot of stories, but, yeah. uh, and I'm sure you see a lot more than I do, but like, I don't know if I told you, I work, uh, security at uh, hazard County downtown. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. And so it's like, I see my fair share. Of, oh, 100%. Of and there's no judgment there, but at the same time, it, I'm just reminding people that it's okay to be modest. It's okay yeah. to be abstinent. It's okay to refrain, um, from doing certain things or saying certain things or remembering like, uh, there's an important aspect to this stuff, even though we're surrounded by this, you know, aura of you should just be able to do whatever you want without any type of uh, repercussions. Yeah. But that's not realistic, man. And there's always going to be repercussions, repercussions for everything that you do, no matter what it is or what what time it is. And it doesn't mean you deserve it. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of a lot of pressure on, especially women these days, to you know show their tits and show their ass and, I, and dress yeah, like yeah, sluts. Well, and, it's when has it been any different? I mean, this yeah. is something that's been around since forever. It's bullshit. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it should be normalized because it's like I, I always talk to people at the bar. Like, you know, when I first started working at the bar, like it's like, oh, yeah, those hot chicks that are barely wearing anything. Those are the ones you want to look at. But it's like now the ones, the only ones I'm attracted to, they're, they're the ones that are dressed modestly. They're wearing a sweatshirt. Good for them. Yeah, exactly. It's like be comfortable. Like why, why, why be uncomfortable? And it's, and then especially like with the only fans of TikTok and, and everything out there, like no, man, it's, it's all terrible, very dude. sexualized. You got to show your ass off to get attention. Yeah. And it's just all very attention seeking. No, I, I get it, man. Mentality. I get it. My, my opinion means nothing, but I have preferences just like everybody else. And I think that, you know, there should, there should be some like yin and yang. There should be a happy balance, uh, uh, with with everything um and i think it's important to not forget you know that there should be some values associated with you know how people act and and feel and and conduct themselves there's nothing wrong with that and and i'm and i'm not telling people how they need to live their life or what they need to do because you know what um you should be able to not be a target based on how you want to express yourself yeah. You know, um, you shouldn't be judged for how you want to express yourself. But at the same time, accountability, respect, self-respect, you know, all these things. And that's stuff that I go through, too, for men and women both. I mean, for everybody. So if that makes sense, when we're talking, uh, when Dean and I are, are speaking about stuff like this, we don't 
single anybody out. We're talking about everybody in general, yeah. even ourselves. So I just want to make that clear. And again, if I said anything that's offensive to anybody um, or, or anybody has any disagreements about what I say, grain of salt, man. What I have to say does not matter, but we're here for your entertainment if, yeah. if necessary or maybe even uh, advice mean, and at the end of the day, we are entertainers, and or at least I am. Well, you are. I, I'm and nobody. You, you just, you're just here, and it's like I, I say all the time. Um, like we're just educated idiots. Uh, like, we don't know nothing we, about we've nothing, seen, man. We've seen a lot of things, when, and everything, and but that's the thing about, and that's, uh, the beauty of the world is everything is just opinions, and that's that's something today that I feel like is very negative on people's mental health is uh, the fact that you can't have an opinion anymore. And it's like, okay, this is this person's truth. And this was something I was listening to on a podcast today. Truth is so important. Yeah. I think truth is more important than opinion. Go ahead. Yeah. And no, like it is very important to get to the truth. But yeah, yeah. with the cults that we are in today, it's like, oh, well, this is this person's truth. And if you say anything different, then you're offending them. And that's, that's bad. And now that you're doesn't like, make no. any sense. Like, no, this person can have this opinion and I can have my opinion. And just because we have different, different opinions. Viewpoints or, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, just because we have different opinions doesn't mean we can't still be friends. Like I, I love having p- chats with people who have different views than me and with the kind of culture that people are trying to create with this. I don't really want to say woke culture cause it's just over overused, right, but right. just the fact that like you think differently. So you're, you're the devil, you're wrong. And I'm like, okay, why, why am I like, tell me why I'm wrong. I, I want to hear like genuinely, why do you think I'm wrong? Let's, let's talk and have a conversation so we can find the common middle ground and walk away shaking hands. But that's the beauty of podcasts, too. You get to pick and choose what's for yeah. you, right? If you don't like it, you don't need to listen to it. You know, if it doesn't make sense to you, find another one that does or something like that. Or start your own, even. I mean, if you got something to say and you think it's beneficial to yourself and other people, by yeah. all means. Or even if we say something that you don't agree with, like, reach out. Like, I have my social medias out there. I have my personal social media out there. And so reach out and tell me what you don't like so we can discuss it. And you can potentially change my mind and then I can come, absolutely because there's nothing better that I would or nothing I'd like better than to come on to the next episode and be like, hey, this person reached out and has changed my mind on this topic. Let's talk about this. But you don't have to succumb just because of what somebody else feels. No. Right. You, you can talk about it um, or have an open mind, but that doesn't mean you're automatically going to change something just because somebody tells you feel a certain way. Yeah. And it's like. um to call my mom a little bit like I did this to her with something. Um, I can't remember what exactly she said, but she called me. She didn't like something I said on the podcast. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but like, that's, that's, but it's mom. Me. You got to listen to mom. Oh, bro. I mean, you're right, you're right. It was, it was tense. It was tense. I don't, I don't think she was very happy after that conversation. But I'm like, but that's very important. Like if, if you can change my mind on the matter, awesome. If not sucks, I'm sorry you feel that way. Just don't listen to this episode. Yeah. Though, you know, like, like the, maybe it, we're not perfect. No. Right. And, and I will never claim to be. No, no. Unless I'm joking. Sometimes. Uh, your jokes are terrible. <laughs> you right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding, dude. We got to add some humor to this, but, um, no, I, I, like I said, I hope this, uh, I hope this is, wow. I can't believe how much time has passed. No, actually. I, I hope this is beneficial oh, yeah. um, to everybody. Like I said, this is my first time doing this. So, um, I might, we might be kind of all over the place, but oh, I yeah. think, we kept it, you know, pretty close to on topic as we could. Yeah. And personally, I, I really like this. And I've said this a lot. Like, I love this free form style because a conversation is never linear. If, you, if you're out talking with a buddy 
and you have a one and a half hour linear conversation, that's boring as fuck. Right. Like going and talking all over the place. That, that's genuine. It's, it's, a, it's real. Right. Like, and that's right. one thing that I want to portray with this podcast is being real. Yeah. And I think it's cool that you kind of just meet somebody and you're like, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. obviously like, you're I'm nobody famous, <laughs> man. You know I mean? <laughs> like, that's what I want. Like I want, I don't want the famous people, but that's the guys. beauty in it. I want, beauty. I want the everyday people that are out there on the streets who have a story to tell and they have a lesson to share. And even if I have 20 people on and all 20 people say the same exact thing, having a different voice with a slightly different perspective say the same thing. Sound, sounded like you said a slutty different perspective. Yeah. It's, I want the, I want sluttier perspectives. <laughs> Freudian slip, folks. <laughs> but right you, on, you know man. what I'm trying to say. No, I do. Yeah, I totally get it, dude. I, I think it's uh, I think this is cool. I think what you're doing here is cool. I'd like to come back sometime and, sure. and chat. And like I said, I got some good stories about, you know, things that have happened on the job. But you know how, how HIPAA goes, man. You yep. know, I didn't know. But yep. No, I, I, I'd i love to talk about some things. Uh, you well, know, uh, bring you on under a different alias next time so you can talk about whatever you want. To. Yeah, and, and we got a voice changer, maybe. Oh, yeah. I got effects on here, man. I got you. Talk like Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> on Sling Blade. <laughs> but no, I've... I've appreciated this conversation personally, and I know the people that listen will like this kind of uh, this conversation as well. And I know, I know. Don't lie, when I leave, you're going to push delete. Oh, computer. for sure, this will never <laughs> see the light of day. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. But no, I'm uh, I'm going to shake your hand. I like. Yeah, this. yeah, dude. Right on, man. Well, right on. Uh, welcome to the Legion. Appreciate yeah, that, this, dude. This, this this type of conversation, everything that you've said today, is exactly the embodiment of the Legion lifestyle. That's what we're about, and and that's that's the meaning of this is just being. Being better again we did not plan any of this this just happened to mesh yeah you know accordingly but i will say that you know we've interacted at the gym and stuff like that it's always been pretty cool even though we forgot each other's names god knows oh, yeah. how many times man I'm, like i'm worse at it than you are seriously dude my name is sam that's what i go by. i mean my name's sam but i go by sam yeah and he can't even remember that i remember it now yeah you better write it down take a picture i don't give you a- put it in my phone so yeah. i got it <laughs> no right on man but um so, yeah, that's a great place to wrap up this episode. I really appreciate you coming out. Um, for everyone listening out there, I hope you really took something about this and take a second to think about everything that we said. Um, whether you agree with it or not, it's very important. A lot of the things that we touched on. Um, be vulnerable. Get out there. If you're struggling with any anything at all, uh, mental health, physical health, anything, reach out and get help for it. Uh, whether you talk to a friend, family member, or you get some professional counseling, it's so important and beneficial to talk about it, sit down, write about it, do something to to help yourself. Because if you don't, you're you're going to implode. There is no way out of the darkness if you don't look for the light. And that being said, get out there, get some training, try to be the best version of yourself you can be, and let's leave the world a little bit better, a little bit better than you found it. Sam. If you have one piece of advice for the world, what is it? That is a... How am I supposed to answer that, Take a man? second. Take a second. Um, just give yourself a chance, man. Yeah. You know? Trust, trust, trust the process, you know? And I know it's vague, but you can apply that however you want. Um, also, learn how to... I don't want to say ask for help because that's just like everything everybody says, but learn how to communicate with people when you need them. Learn how to use people at your disposal. And I know that sounds weird and I don't mean that in a bad way, but learn how to use people at your disposal so that you can 
make yourself better. Oh man, that's real. I like that. All right, guys, love yourselves, love the world around you. We love y'all, man. I Thank you for listening. Yep, yep. And please uh, comment or uh, send a message um, if you have any questions or need any services or anything like that. We're here to help anybody, or uh, Dean will. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, um, don't be a stranger. Yeah, no. Reach out. Let us know if uh, even if you need help personally and you don't feel comfortable talking to the people around you, reach out to me. I'll uh, I'll have my social medias linked at the beginning of the videos and everything, but. Reach out to me personally. I would love to sit down and talk to you. If you have any sort of issues, we can keep it anonymous. It doesn't have to go on the show. Just get some help. Sometimes the best outreach is a neutral party, man. Sometimes yeah. the best outreach is somebody you don't even know. So just remember, you know, if you got something that you need some help with, don't be shy, man. For real, man. It's been real. I appreciate the conversation. Yeah, man, I Thanks appreciate for being it. On. Thanks for having me, buddy. All right. Peace out, y'all.